Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hey you, before we begin the podcast, let's take three deep breaths Ground yourselves, find yourself in a comfortable space, be aware of your surroundings, acknowledge how you're feeling right now, and be mindful of what you're hearing, what you're feeling, and what you're seeing. But close your eyes as you acknowledge how you feel, heavy or light, let go of any hurt or regret, take in all of the good stuff as you breathe in, and breathe out all the pains and regrets as we take one deep breath in. And out. One more in. And out. One more deep breath in. And out. Welcome to After 30 with Cara Erigel, a 30-something reminding you to take deep breaths and live with gratitude as we talk love, life, fear, relationships, career, sex, food, money, good books, and how life is so much different and oddly the same after 30. I am so, so excited about this episode. It's going to be two parts, just letting you know, because it ran for about two hours. Uh, I am still on a high after interviewing this person. She is one of the reasons why I really wanted to join radio, and she was one of my biggest idols. And I am just so grateful that I finally got to talk to her and that I'm able to share this um vulnerable experience with you guys and perfect for women's month happy march <laughs> women's uh, history month and uh, she is a very very strong beautiful intelligent woman with such strong character and uh, she's very perfect for this episode um yeah. so here's uprooting your life a strong woman making huge decisions on love life marriage and career everybody please welcome Delamar. Welcome to another episode of After 30 with Cara Erigel. Today we have a very, very special guest. I have been wanting to talk to her for so long. Quick cuento, I still vividly remember the night of uh, her farewell party. I drove her home and I had drunkenly asked her so many questions and that was the only time I ever really had a conversation with her. I've always admired her strength and her talent but that night I heard a different Delamar. I heard a more vulnerable side of her or maybe a drunk side of her and I, since then <laughs> I have been itching to know more. Everybody please welcome Delamar! Yay! Ako yung nagsupply ng yay, no? Because I'm so happy to see me. <laughs> <laughs> but hello, I'm I'm so happy to talk to you after such a long time. 
I think we I haven't seen you since I left radio, right? Yeah, right. I think so. Almost three years ago. 2016. Oh no, I, I left 2016. I, I left the station in 2016. Go. So I don't think I saw you since, right? And that drunken night, it was so funny because I already lived in Fairview, right? Yeah. <laughs> Did I live in Fairview? And then yes. she said, I can take you home. I'm like, wait a minute, are you sure? That's like <laughs> at the end of the at the edge of the world. Are you sure? And she's like, Yeah, sure. No, no, no. You have are you sure? And she said, <laughs> Yes. So I'm set up. I'm set up. I'm busy. That's the fastest driving time I've ever had <laughs> uh, back home to Fairview at the time because, was you it? know, it, oh. mm. but it was like middle of the night, right? When we did it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and uh, and even, I was like, Ito na yun. <laughs> but Last in my day. mind, bitin, bitin pa nga Because eh. you were just, you were coming into like uh, this phase of your radio life and I was just mm -hmm. leaving and I thought, oh, man, I, I might not see her again. I might as well, you know, kind of have a, a little conversation with her. <laughs> and Thank yet you for doing are. that. <laughs> well, which is why I'm really, really excited now. So like we were talking about it off air. Well, off air, off the record. <laughs> off the record. I'm, I'm going through this season in my life where I really thought, oh, my God, the perfect person to talk to would be Delamar. So the the. Well, my proposed title for this is Uprooting Your Life, A Strong Woman Making Huge Decisions on Love, Life, Marriage, and Career. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, who who wow. are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that's me? Because I'm pretty yes, impressed. Because <laughs> oh I swear, gosh, if you're I'm the excited. one going... See, but when you're the one going through it, it never feels like you're so strong, you understand, you're going to do it. It doesn't feel like that when you're actually the one doing it. From the outside, that's what it feels. But for you, you're just petrified. Hmm? So scared, right? I understand. Exactly. I get you. Perfect. That is my first question. <laughs> Thank oh, you for bringing well. me there. And set up. Sana nakako-host kita, no? Kahit isang beses Yes! Totoo! No, because you never know what's going to come out when you go on air with different people. And I and I since know. I left the station, I have had a lot of collaborations with people I never thought I'd be able to talk to. And the truth is that I'm wowed because I feel like, you know, when you, you, you're you so used to something, you kind of forget mm -hmm. that you know how to do it, right? And then all right. of a sudden, because I had been doing the show with Chico 20 years, you know, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of shorthand. We don't even think, look at each other or talk. Means an something in lang alam na amen, right? But mm -hmm. there's a certain kind of um, of excitement when you're talking to someone you don't know because you're like discovering. Mm -hmm. You're like all attention in. I need to understand who this person is, how to talk to her. Anyway, and oh no, I'm that guest. Kara, I'm that guest. You madaldal. You have to stop me. Okay. Sige. <laughs> I love it. Feeling ko magka-three hours tayo ganyan. Mga three episodes to. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm yeah, ready. Yeah, part one, part two, part I'm three. I'm so ready. <laughs> okay. So the first question is, since na-mention mo na rin kanina, no, a lot of us spend a great deal of, of effort trying to avoid change, right? But it will inevitably catch up to you. Whether it's starting a new job, uh, the start or end of a new relationship, moving to a different city and different country. When I met you, yeah. it seemed like you 
we're going through a mountain of change. Sabay sabay <laughs> yes. at the time that I met you. Oh. And I totally admire you for your strength and determination. It seemed like you had it all figured out on the outside. But was right. there fear? What Was there a point where you felt more fear than excitement? And how did you deal with that? I would say the excitement was probably 15%. And the rest would be divided into fear, being petrified, confusion even. Because you don't know if you're going to jump. Are you going to jump? Are you going to jump? Are you going to leave this job that you had? And with which you've had a level of success that no other part of your life had 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 before. So mm -hmm. am I abandoning that? So it, it was a scary time. But the thing is that before you get to that point where you're about to move or jump or make a big decision in your life, little things must have already happened to propel you to even entertain that question, right? Right. For me, when I met you, when did you... Uh, enter RX. Um, tail end of 2014. 2015. January 2015 was the official. Oh, my. So I was really on my way out, right? Mm -hmm. um, so at, starting from 2011, from my first pregnancy, it seemed like I had hit um, like the fast lane of life. It was all coming like kids, you know, another kid and this and this and this and this and this. And all I had to do was like, just face it and deal with it. There's a lot of winging in life. And um, I love that. So it's so true, even with parenting. I know you're headed there at some point because you just got married, right? Mm -hmm. And you really, no matter what you've read, no matter what people have told you, no matter how great a support system you, you have behind you, um, I didn't, but I still felt confused and lost and like, I just don't want to make a bad decision. There's no going back, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I guess you have to trust yourself. Uh, you're looking for something. Like I said, little things have happened along the way to, and for you to even face that direction of, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to change my life direction. Mm -hmm. So you're not really in the dark and you have to listen to that voice that says, well, what do you want to do? What do you have to do? Because what you want yeah. to do and what you have to do. If they're the same thing, no problem, right? But if mm -hmm. they're like somewhere in the middle, that's the hard part. And um, you really have you to listen. Time? Oh, yes. It took me about a year to say goodbye. Like I knew that I was leaving radio way before I gave my resignation. So and the even then, time after that I, I went in, you were already. <laughs> <laughs> well, medyo, parang nalala ko November 2015 eh. I, uh, something had happened that, that made me go, well, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. Something had happened. But anyway, um, you just really have to look within and go, okay. Gather yourself and focus because there's a lot of noise. Your fear is noise. You're all of the other people telling you to stay, people telling you to go, people telling you to wait. And it hardly matters in the end. What matters, I say you're the one who knows it the most, right? You know your situation the most. And so yeah. the answers will inevitably come from you. And I guess it just felt right for me. It felt right. It felt scary, but it felt, it felt right. right. 
And it scared me even more. Like, am I deluding myself that this is all going to work out and I'm going to inevitably, you know, um, upturn my life for nothing? I said, what if? What if it yeah. doesn't work? What if it doesn't whatever, whatever, whatever? Uh, and I guess there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. I love this thing that I learned on our show before. Mm-hmm. Somebody had said, at some point, it's not even a question of, is it the right decision or not? Because once you've made the decision, you ha- even if it's wrong, you have to make it the right decision. And I, I like that freedom. Now, even if I make a mistake, I can somehow turn it around to make it make work it for work. me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. That made me feel a lot better. Knowing that you you went through all of that too. Because yeah, you looked like, I mean, hello. You had it all together. And then just things started about overflowing after you did it. Do you ever realize that? No, but when you jump from one thing to another, when you make a huge decision, when you make a huge sacrifice, you leave something. Parang biglang bubuhos yung blessings pag nag-let go ka. Yeah. Yeah. Because you deep down, you know that you got to move. You got to do something else, right? You know that. It's just that, Shamber, it's comfortable where you are. It's comfortable, you know. Oh, I know this already. I know this like the back of my hand. And besides, I don't know that unknown. I know this. But that mm-hmm. part is unknown. I don't want to, you know, you don't want to take a risk. But mm-hmm. ironically, it is when you are most alive, most engaged, and your, your attention is there. You're not doing things on autopilot when you're, you know, changing your life. You are there. You're present. You're on your right. toes. Oh, oh. Right. you know what <laughs> I, I liken it to? It's like, you know, parkour, you know, parkour, mm-hmm. right? I don't do it's it. Like I know that. it. <laughs> I don't know it. I mean, I don't do it either. But you know how when you see them, it's like, how do you know you're going to jump at that specific time? You're not going to uh-huh. roll. You're not going to. But they do it out of instinct. And like I'm telling you. Trust me, parenting is the same. I still encourage people to read as much as they can. But Mm -hmm. really, when it's just you and a child, no books will be there with you. (laughs) It will be mainly you. So you got to trust you. Oh, okay. So you had Cooper in your 30s, right? Mid? Yeah. Um, no, late. Late, I, late 30s. Yeah, I was 37. I was 37 when oh, I had him. Wow. Al- okay. Almost 38. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. All right. So we know that society expects women to have life all figured out somehow, right? In their 30s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is why I created this podcast because, hello, I don't have life figured out. Still. Right. We pressure ourselves to have life figured out in our 30s, don't we? What were your fears and expectations when you first found out that you were pregnant with Cooper, mentally, physically, emotionally? Um, Well, like I've said this before, I have only one ovary because at age 27, I have I have a condition called endometriosis, which is what. Uh, Chrissy Teigen had, um, Kim Kardashian, I think, also had it, and Lena Dunham. So nowadays, medyo mas alam na siya ng mga tao kasi people talk about it. But at the time that I discovered I had it, I had no idea. So endometriosis is, you know, when you have your menstruation, it's a thing, it's the lining that thickens. And then once you're ready to menstruate, it gets um, washed down. 
So that's the endometrium. Uh-huh. Endometrium. So it thickens, it thins out, it thickens. Well, one of those things entered up the fallopian tube and into my ovary and was going to burst. So I go to the hospital and they try to figure out what's wrong with me. Okay, they think it's this. They need to go in and explore. Now, they told me I was 27. Dell, these kinds of situations and cases usually end up with us having to take out all of the uterus. So I just want you to be prepared. But I promise, my doctor said, I promise I will be as conservative as possible because I know you're young, you know, you don't want to lose your uterus, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I'm in pain. I'm in the bed. Okay. So finally, they wake me up and they say, good news. I took out one of your ovaries, but your your uterus is still there. And she told me, look, it's possible that you will either have a really hard time conceiving or you might not even have kids at all. So at age 27, Gosh. you can just imagine how that feels, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, so I go, okay. I just cried about it and then go, at least I'm alive. And then mm-hmm. after 27, I was dating, 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 and nothing was working out. Love was always a failure. It was a great mm-hmm. start and always would just, you know, end in a spectacular disaster. And I thought, ayoko na, pagod na ako, I'm 36, and I really, I just don't want to be this sad. So I remember mm. saying, Lord, please take away this desire to want to have romantic love or to have children. Because if I can't have them, I would just want you to take out that desire so I can live my life in peace. <laughs> You know, and just, wow. be a, to just be a great tita who spoils my nephews <laughs> and my nieces. That was the, my plan. At saka inisip ko, hindi okay. naman lahat nag-aasawa. Hindi naman lahat mm-hmm. nagkakaanak. Maybe I'm one of those people. So I made peace okay. with it. Uh-huh. So, okay. Pagdating ng 37, I was dating. Boom. You know, I didn't even miss a period. Kasi irregular ako. But I knew it huh? wasn't time yet. But something was different. I was like, I opened a bag of Cheetos one afternoon. I remember this clearly. I put one in my mouth, and as soon as I took a bite, it felt like heaven had opened. And it's like, what is this treasure? I have not lived enough. You know, I have not eaten this enough to have. Yeah, it was like that. And then I was like, okay. no, what is happening? And I remembered <laughs> two of my friends said when they were pregnant, they ate so well. Para ang sarap daw lahat ng kinakain nila. <laughs> Okay. And for some reason, I remembered it. And I was like, am I pregnant? I rush. I get my home pregnancy test. It was positive. And I wasn't, I wasn't convinced. I did it again. Still positive. <laughs> How many months pregnant so were you? Oh, um, at the time. Not even one. Not even one month. Mm-hmm. It was just really by sheer, I don't know what, intuition (laughs) and so when i finally knew that i was pregnant it was like wow wow so all of these changes in my life it just came it just happened and and then i was pregnant i was so scared because i was not married and i'm a pastor's kid so this you can just imagine what was going on in my head. Plus, you know, I, I, I told myself, Dell, this is a mistake you do not make. 
you know what you need to do to not be pregnant, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I had this talk with myself and, but anyway, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> I got lost in my own cuento. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the cuento though. I'm enjoying the cuento. Okay. <laughs> let's start with, and dami naman kasi nung tanong ko, mahaba. Oh, let's start with, okay. let's, let's break it down. What were your okay. fears, Muna? Mentally, yeah. physically? Well, one, I wasn't married. Yeah, I was, I was, I was 37. I wasn't yeah. married. And if you knew me, like this, in my secret heart of hearts, I know that there are many single parents out there, but I simply didn't want that for myself. I knew I was kind of crazy. So I needed a balancing, you know, uh, somebody else in the mix. Because I feel like when I'm lang, diba? So okay. I knew that. And then I was saying goodbye to that dream of a whole family. And then the fear of my my parents or my family or Baptist mm -hmm. community, et cetera, et cetera. So we, I had so many fears. And I was mm -hmm. like, can I really raise a child? I can handle I can hardly handle myself. You know, what makes me think I can raise a little child? Mm -hmm. But so many dramatic moments, blah, blah, blah. And then I even revealed it on the show. Cause I was thinking, I've been open with my life. Why wouldn't I? say this this is huge yeah. and i felt like if i hit it i would be dishonest by way of lying by omission to the listeners mm -hmm. so i said it and i just said dell that you can't argue with the truth and you can't this is what you've done now face the consequence consequences mm -hmm. so yeah i had so many fears financial psychological <laughs> um lahat and then i was like well Okay, we know all the fears, but you did this, and now you need to step up because there's a child, right? Mm -hmm. So I did have lots of fears, and some family members uh, did not respond in the way that I had hoped or expected. I was basically by myself. Like, I didn't have, like, a mom or an older woman because my mom has dementia, so she can't oh. possibly but, – but two other – one other family member – didn't want to have anything to do with me. And so I basically did mm -hmm. it all by myself. I read, I talked to people if they would talk to me, my doctor mm -hmm. most of all. So mm -hmm. even if you're afraid, you can still kind of feel the fear, but take control. And I talked to my belly all the time. I would cry in my car while driving. And I was like mm -hmm. always telling my belly, I was like, baby, these tears are mine. These are not for you. This is for me because you I love, you I welcome in my life. It's just that the situation you're coming into is not ideal. And that's what I'm sad about. I'm not sad because you're here. I'm sad because I wish I had prepared enough for you for me to feel comfortable bringing you into this life. So, yeah. We kind of get each other without having to <laughs> say words. Oh, and so and that probably helped a lot, right? That you were talking to Cooper in your belly because it was psychologically also parang putting you in that place. You were not sad about Cooper. You were just trying to figure out what to do with your life with him coming along. Right? Yeah, and, and, and I with him. And and I think the 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 actual talking it out was mm -hmm. not just good for him. It was good for me because then I could take things that were confused in my head and take it out and go, oh, okay, you're this, you belong here. The priority is the child. You know, I was deconstructing my thoughts, my fears and everything. So mm -hmm. 
I I have a lot of fears. I don't know if people know this, but I do. I'm terrified all the time. Oh, <laughs> and I don't I don't know why it's going to be a no, but that's comforting <laughs> to know that you yeah, but have fears. Yeah, I did. I have so many fears and and then um for a time it didn't look like we were I was going to end up with uh Cooper's dad. And and that was really my like, oh Gosh, Dell. Okay. Well, this is what, you know, this is what's in front of you. So deal with it. Mm-hmm. But during those tumultuous times of my life from the pregnancy and then the second one after Tyler and I got back together for real, we weren't married, but for real, mm-hmm. then I lost our second baby. I lost Ava. That was, that was in my life. That has got to be the number one, like, alam mo yung sa um, Indiana Jones, yung malaking boulder na tinatakbuhan ni huh? Indiana Jones and it's just so big. <laughs> For me, losing my baby was that. Like, I, I, I really couldn't understand. Where's up? Where's down? I, I can't make heads or tails of, of mm-hmm. life. And then after that, we had another child, had another child, leaving radio, doing the mother show in the rival station and then moving to Utah. Look, I don't, I'm a real career woman, so I don't know anything in the kitchen. I know nothing. But if you ever care to jump on my IG and look at what I've been doing with my life, I know. wow, <laughs> sino itong babaeng ito? <laughs> You deserve so, a standing you know, ovation. Grabe. So, kaya, kaya, kaya nyo. Kaya. Kaya, kaya nyo. Oh, oh. No matter what. No matter what. And I think this is the benefit of age. And I, I really kind of, I, I'm in love with the perspective that I, I have now. Mm-hmm. But trust me, going through all of those bad things behind me was not easy. But it does give you a lot of wisdom. And you're not easily mm-hmm. agitated anymore because you've faced bigger things. So you're you, you don't, you don't to yourself sweat. also. Yes, and you don't sweat the small things. Oh man, that's gonna be okay. <laughs> so to answer your question, I do have lots of fears. I have lots of confusion, but I am focused inward when I'm going through that phase because I need mm-hmm. to know where I need what I need to do next. Who should I talk to? Who should I ask help from? What will make me conquer or overcome this challenge? I don't really do it like that. Like, what do I do? Well, I'm going on. But you kind of <laughs> move <laughs> that way, you know? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Akala ko, you're like, you're one of those people who just like sit down. Because I have a friend who's like that. Siya talagang control freak. And when she's sad, sometimes it freaks me out. And I tell her, babe, uh, maybe deal with your emotions a little bit more. Because she sits down with herself. She gives herself le- like 10-15 minutes to cry, to be sad. And then she'll that you lang, she'll allow herself 15 minutes to be sad. And then she'll move on and do what she has to do. Ganon. I diba, yeah. admire ko yun no una, but ngayon, girl, compartmentalizing skill niya. Kasi hindi ko rin kaya yun, eh. <laughs> Ako mga one, two days lalo na when my, when my husband, kasi after we got married, we got married in Davao. And then we went home here in Manila. He stayed here for two months. And he just left like four days ago. Mga two days akong, buti na lang the following day may work ako. Pero mga two days akong, 
<laughs> Puro yeah. na magwaling ako sa shower. Ay, grabe. Yes! Those things happen to you and you had no idea in your 20s that that's what's in store for you, right? You just have no idea the things that will be, will come your way. But for some reason, That's you know, so you true. pick yourself up. Huh. And you get through it. I hated LDR before. I was like in my 20s. I was like, Psst, never mm-hmm. LDR. Hello for number one love language ko is quality time. Pantay mag LDR. Tsaka physical touch <laughs> second ko. Ano na? <laughs> oh, oh. But I've been in an LDR. Like, oh my God, during quarantine, we were apart for 10 months. The whole time we were physically apart but anyway okay so i want to go back to so you were talking about um you know uh being a mother and all coping with all of these changes having to uh cope with them and take them one day at a time and figure life out along the way but what did you learn about yourself when you became a mother that you never knew before that i can be very very loving very very patient i think because if you had known me in my 20s and my 30s kind of like uh yeah okay what what do we need to do now you know very bullish it doesn't it didn't look it but in my head that's what i was right um i've always liked children and i would even admit that deep down in my heart of hearts i did want children it's just that love never worked out and so I learned to tuck that want out of the way like it, it's 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 just making me sad because I don't get it right mm-hmm. but having become a parent to um well four children I'll, I'll count Ava because I was a mother to her for 27 days I am a very patient person trust me that's not the word to describe Dell. But I am patient and I like to, but I like, I like being with them. I, I love being physically like, kiss, biglang, you know, you, uh, I love it. it I, don't, I hardly talk about having kids this way because I feel naked. And, you know, I, I'm sure every parent feels the same. Every parent that you, you know, those parents who only post their kids on Instagram, that's the reason why they feel so lucky to have come to, to have, have, to have the, the chance to have this love and it is the closest love you'll ever feel. And I mean that literally who in your life will ever, ever grow inside of you for nine months. It's this, it's these children. They've heard your heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they know the gurgling of your stomach. They know your hiccups. They know your farts. They, I mean, all <laughs> of it. And, and they're made out of your, you, basically. Everything, the skin, the bones, the eyes, the hair. Yeah, nagsi daddy supplied the, the blueprint. Pero lahat na materialis niyan sa akin eh. Diba? Ikaw yung machine, ikaw yung factory. Yes, ako yung, yes, exactly. I'm the factory, I'm the printer. Mm-hmm. Kung baga 3D printer ka. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I just love being a mother to my children. I, I've only said this out loud in your podcast. Kasi prior, I just oh, don't want to talk about you. it. Kasi, naka, lahat ng, trust me, lahat ng parents, kaya ng feeling. Eh, sino ba naman ako para magsabi ng mga kung ano-ano na as if. 
I think it's really that it's your first time to encounter this love and you had no idea. But what happens is in the middle of my reverie that, oh God, I'm so happy I'm a mom to these children. Immediately, your mind goes to, oh my gosh, my parents must have loved me so much. Yeah. Alam mo talaga iba. You're make me cry. You, I'm on my period. I'm so oh sorry. My God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pero the thing is, I I don't know who said it. Somebody said she had learned to become a better daughter after becoming a mom. And I thought, wow, it really is true. Because for the first time in your life, you understand your parent. You see that they're also winging it. You see that they also have fears. <laughs> you know that they haven't got it all figured out. And but then they little. made no. oh a lot. A and lot. and you you understand them, you see them, and you go, Oh mom, I'm sorry for all the stunts I pulled. <laughs> <laughs> because now you understand how it feels for them to see their heart. You know, somebody wrote this that it's having children is like mm-hmm. seeing your heart walking around that somebody can just break <laughs> wow. or you know, hit or oh, that's, that's how it is. <laughs> Uh, okay, sobrang feel na feel ko tong part na to of co- the conversation. I'm I'm happy I still get to hear you straight now, but you froze <laughs> on Zoom and I really want to see your face. Oh, no. But anyway, <laughs> you're not <nakagantala. laughs> <laughs> Just I love how you said that and I my god, I cannot wait huh, to be a mom, but I'm also so scared. And I told I said ako when you mentioned that because I remember having this conversation with my mother. I took her out to watch a play. And my relationship with my mom has always been, because I didn't grow up with her. I met her, I was nine years old. Um, my relationship with her has always been parang friends. Kasi nga, oh. because of, yeah, I think. because You were raised um, by your um, lola? Yes, I was raised by my lola. I was still a lot closer to her until my teens, hanggang high school even. Because I was also still figuring out my relationship with my mom, right? And then I had issues, blah, blah, blah. Major rebellious ako nung high school, college. And then I went and see, saw a psych. And my and I thought it was, you know how movies tell you, oh, daddy issues kapag always failed in relationships, right? Or if you always go for right. emotionally unavailable men. Oh, daddy issues, uh-uh. whatever. And then I saw a psych and she told me, oh, it's not your dad. It's your mom that you have to deal with. It's um, uh, parang the unmothered child, yung term. Yeah. Yeah. Parang meron lang akong unmet na yun nga um love uh from my mom. And anyway, but we've always had that ganun, push and pull like mag- grabe kami mag-away pero grabe kami mag-love when we talk. Um Mm-mm. but I remember having this conversation with her um where she cried to me. Sorry ma, kinuwento ko na. She cried to me. Nakuwento ko na rin sa podcast namin. Pero sabi niya, when will you ever forgive me? I when 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 will you ever forgive mm. me for for what I did? And I said, I do, mom, and I love you very much. But you know, these are just these are scars; they don't go away. Mm. But yeah. I I have forgiven you because I know that you love me and that you just probably didn't know any better at the time, and you mm. were also figuring mm. um, life out. But when I was telling her when I got engaged, I said, "Ma, parang ready na ako magkana." Nalang parang just playful banter. And she was 
there was fear um in her eyes Why? talaga and and she I didn't understand it at the time but she was like baka wag muna Napa-pressure ka lang ba no. ng society? Is that why you want to have a kid? Is that why you want to get uh-huh. married? Parang, eh, di ba? Sobra siyang kabalik tara ng usual mothers. Mothers, uh uh-huh. Sa Pilipinas, at least, di ba? Who are like, go, have it. Ano ba? Anong, ilan, ilang taong ka na? 32 ka na? Hindi <laughs> ko pa nag-aana. My Hindi, mom was like, like, ng apo, di ba? Exactly. My mom was like, no. <laughs> don't, don't muna. <laughs> Figure out mo muna why you want to have a child. Sabi niya, uh-huh. ask yourself, why you want to bring another human being into this world before you do it. Yep. Don't do it because society tells you. Yep. Do it. Galit ako sa kanya talaga. Sabi ko, ma. <laughs> Gusto ko magkaanak. Para saan pa ako nag-aral maging ganito? Para saan pa ako nag-iipon? Whatever. If not to bring another human being into this world and love that human being. I'm so ready to love <laughs> child. But anyway, yon, hanggang ngayon, and I'm 32, I'm still trying to understand my mother and still slowly forgiving myself for feeling the way I felt towards her growing up and also forgiving her. In a okay. way, that's scary, no? Parang pag naging nanay um, ako, my God, eh, hate ba ako ng anak ko? <laughs> well, you certainly need to, those are really good questions. Because this is, this is a, this is a work of a lifetime. This is 18 years at least. And it's not like a job where you clock in after five and you're okay. You know more. I don't have to worry about work. No. Children have a hook on you. And no matter what time of day, even when you're far away from them, you're still, they're still with you. You worry about them. You think about them. So these questions that you have, they're normal. And these, for me, in my opinion, it's just my opinion. But the people who ask these questions are better prepared when parenting turns out not as, you know, uh, rainbows and roses. When they finally understand that, no, this is hard. This is hard. And it's so scary. The, <laughs> I guess that's also why I don't want to say how much I love being a mom because mm-hmm. for me, because I always shunned it. No, maybe I won't be a mom. No, it's okay. Yeah, I don't right. want you. Um, I ang tuktugin ko nun, Why? Why would I bring children to this world? It's a very harsh world, and it seems crazy. Why? How would I raise them? And then they're gonna mm-hmm. say, "Mom, why did why did you do this to me? I don't want to be this be in this world that you created." But yeah. really, these are questions that you need to grapple with, and do not shy away from it. And if I may, you can include this in the podcast or not, because in our podcast, um, we talk about forgiveness and we also talk about the, the neglected child, what you're talking about, the unmothered child. Mm-hmm. I'm the same. So I grew up with my family, though, but yun yung kind of neglect na on the outside looks great. You know, you're in one house, mm-hmm. they're raising you, you go to you go to school, but really, there was no strong connection, interconnection. I don't know what held us together, but a lot of what I needed to figure out was really all the things that had happened to me in my childhood. And I did see a therapist in my 30s because I couldn't make sense of who I am. 
I really couldn't like, oh God, I feel crazy. I just need to talk to a therapist so they can assess if I'm really crazy. Because if I'm really crazy, lock me up or give me meds, right? That's what I was. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sabina, what did you say? What did you say? I, I want to kiss you, mom. You want to <gasps> kiss me? And say hi to Kara. You're still frozen. I'm. Ah, I. It sucks that I can't see this, but I can hear her. Oh my gosh! Is she so pretty? You want to sing a song for her? My saw this video. You're so funny. Okay, bye, baby. She checks up on me. Uh-oh, maldita yan. She's such a character. She really is. She's so crazy. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I love her. <laughs> like, I love we're her. We're talking about, but we're just loving her. And then here she comes. And like, I am, you know, I, I devolve into this goo of a mother, right? Um, but yeah, going back, because going back, I wanted a therapist to tell me, yeah, you're crazy. You need to do this or take these meds. And she told me, a lot of things. She she said not crazy, but what you're going through is very hard, and you need to thresh it out. And therapy might be it for you. And we did a lot of things and role playing, and it threshed out a lot. So when you said that you 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 saw a therapist, yeah, mm -hmm. I get you. I yeah, same. That's exactly how I felt. Parang. I need, and also, diba, control freak. When I went in, ang mahal kaya ng therapist, hindi mo rin. Yes! Grabe, isang session, diba? Yes! So, isang oras lang yun, diba? Tapos ganun ka mahal. So, dating ako doon, nakalista. These are all the issues I want to talk about. Check this. Sabi sa akin ng therapist, you have to put that notebook down. And you have to just go with the flow. At the time, I thought, me and my messed up mind, oh, gusto mo lang ako pagkakitaan ng longer. But it made a lot of sense because that was also part of the process. The process. Letting go. Yeah. Letting go of trying to control what you can't control. Right? Oh, trust me. If that lesson had not been learned by now, when you have kids, you will really learn it because you cannot control them. You cannot. No, 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 no. I have, and I, I really treasure these conversations that I have with my mother about that. Parang, manalala mo nung, nung, ano, no? Bawal ako lumabas. Tapos, I would sneak out. And I would sneak people in. In my room. Oh, my God. One time, nahuli pa, hinabol. My lola chased one guy out of my room. Ha, my mother will never forget that. But, Sabi ko, grabe nakakatakot. Ba't pag nagkaanak ako? Tapos ginawa niya sa akin lahat yun. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and that's you. why, yeah, that's why you understand the people you have raged against your whole life, your lola, your dad, your mom, your whatever authority figure, only to be, only to be brought to this point where you go, oh man, karma comes. Hirap <laughs> <laughs> pala, no? Grabe. And yeah, but I'm, but that's the thing, right? I, it's scary, but I, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be a mom. Bakit kaya? Alam mo, tinitease pa ako on the show before. They would tease me, ito, mahakbangan lang, buntis agad. 
<laughs> overachiever <laughs> daw yung overachiever daw yung natitira kong ano, natitira kong ovary kasi sabi niya, sige, kahit wala yung partner ko, maglalabas ako ng mga supling, okay? <laughs> and I was pregnant 20. Oh, I gave birth every other year, 2011, 2013, wow. 2015, 2017. And when we landed here in 2019, the first thing my mother-in-law asked me was, are you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, grab it. So, okay. But that's also one of my fears because I really, really want to be a mom. Maybe not just, not yet. Because obviously, mm. LDR pa, no? LBC niya yung sperm niya, di ba? <laughs> <laughs> Turkey baster. <laughs> okay, enough. But um, that's also one of my fears because we are in a long-distance relationship. I still don't know when for sure. I will be uprooting my life and, and moving there and, and building a family there. But uh, it's also the age. It gets yeah. real pala now that I'm 32. Mm-hmm. Turning 33 in two months. Medyo nakakaba. Uh-huh. Is it the move or getting older? Or all uh, of the above? No, it's not being able to because yun yung laging mo naririnig with the titas. Not my mom, obviously, but the titas and Uh-oh. our ninangs. At the wedding, di ba? Like, mga... Oh, at 30, magta 33 ka na. Mahirap na yan after, you know, after 30 something. But uh, I mean, tutorin. Oh, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> look at Janet Jackson. She became a mom at 51. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. that's right. It's like with the, today's technologies, right? I mean, yeah. Kaya, malay mo naman, eventually next year, pwede nang i-LBC pala, di ba? <laughs> 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 but oh I I I want to talk to you more about motherhood and all this in 3 hours but I I will go back to that but I just want to ask you this question since you also mentioned it Nariano, yung moving um uprooting your life uh wh- this decision when you when you and when you were together finally when you had your second child right what matagal na bang pinag-uusapan to move to Utah or was it a Biglaan no. decision? No, it was kind of, it seemed like biglaan. But it, uh, mm-hmm. so, okay. So in 2014, I think, we started coming to the U.S. yearly. And then mm-hmm. quickly, it became two times a year. So we'd come in the summer because there's a big family camp for Tyler's family. Like the whole clan goes camping. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, fun. And then we come back, um, anong dito? Christmas. So, mm-hmm. In the process of those years leading up to the move, the Philippines had been going through its own thing. And my husband has, so my husband is American, right? He got, mm-hmm. he, he got to the Philippines when he was 18 and spent 15 years there, built his career as an executive, you know, all those years. And then was he just going to let it go? Because when he comes back to the U.S., he will not be given all these amazing packages uh, at work because now, mm-hmm. you know, right. you got to compete with um, Americans anyway. Right. So we were going back and forth. One time we went to summer camp. I saw my children at the, I ha- already had the three kids. I saw them at summer camp and they were catching fish. They were playing with tadpoles and frogs and getting dirty and, even snakes, you know, malidietna snakes on by the lake. Yeah. And then they were swimming. And the, when I saw them, I thought, 
this is the kind of childhood I would like my children to have. Kasi sa Pilipinas, or at least sa Manila, para, parang ang daming yaya. <laughs> Wala nang magawa yung bata. Uh-huh. Lahat sila, oh, don't do that. Don't, don't go there. You will fall. <laughs> don't eat that. That's dirty. Don't do that. Like, give them, leave them yeah. alone. You, you need to leave them alone. In a way na you're there if something should bad should something bad happen, but mm-hmm. you don't get in their way because they need to feel that freedom, that agency. Yeah, they need to have executive agency sabuhay nila for that playtime, mm-hmm. right? And I and yeah. I saw that my children were becoming independent. They weren't coming to me for little things anymore because they saw their cousins. Oh, my cousin's doing that. Oh, I can do that. You know, it's so important to s- the modeling here. Not doesn't just uh-huh. come from the parent. What they see their friends and cousins do, they will go. Oh, I if he can do it, mm-hmm. I can do it too, right? And so when right. I kept seeing that, I was like, oh wow. And then out of the blue, he said, "It would be nice to raise the kids here, huh?" I go, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. And then he got an offer. So at the end, that's no offer yet. He changed jobs. Mm-hmm. He said the the offer offers were go back to the U.S. And work, mm-hmm. go to Australia and work, and go to Fairview and work. Sabi ko sa kanya, dalin mo na ako sa Australia, wag lang sa Fairview. Because <laughs> 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 di ba parang alayu-layu ng Fairview. Fairview. You know, I, I had never even <laughs> Fairview talaga. And then, yeah. So anyway, finally, we just decided, yeah, let's just go home. I mean, his home to the U.S. Mm-hmm. I go okay, and so like I said the things that change your life most of the time it's not just out of the blue it just arrived it's not like that most of the things that will change your life parang in small steps parang parang it's kind of forcing you to face that way little by little by little and then finally mm-hmm. you see the road oh there's a road there let me just go down that road that's what it felt like the move and it felt right of course i had more to lose because i had a career i had all of you know i, I I knew my life. And even yun pala ang sasabihin ko sa'yo. So when you mm-hmm. finally jump, trust me, when you get in the water, it is not what you think it will be. And there will be an, an adjustment period. But don't fret. Just accept that no big change or no growth happens without pain. It has to. It, it will. Like you're like the seed coming from the deep, from beneath the ground. And if you're going to grow, you're going to have to push all that dirt out of your way. And it's not easy. You're just a little plant. And so you have to push all of this heavy, you know, for that one leaf to push through. And then you will flourish. If you manage to go up there and catch the sun and get everything else, then you will grow. So don't worry. But it's just a warning. I say you need to also be realistic, right? So what happened when Thank I got here? <laughs> oh, oh, pagdating ko sa Manila, alam ko lahat. You need this, you go there. You need that, you go there. Sa nang pinakamura ganito, dito. Kung hindi ko alam, meron akong tatanong yan. You know, I drove, I did everything. I get here, mm-hmm. and the first time I stood in their grocery store, I was like, shit. There are so many brands of one thing, and I don't know which one is the best. Mm-hmm. And I had to do that with everything, with all of the products that I use. Because I don't familiar brands. 
So I'm just oh. letting you know that this is just a small thing, but it does paint a picture of a having thing. to figure out. Yes. So one of the things that my husband and I went through was he, in one of our fights, he goes, you were superwoman. I go, yeah, but you brought me in another planet. Kumbaga ako si Superman, dinala mo ako sa, dinala mo ako ng maraming kryptonite. And so, he saw me as all that kind of girl to like a baby, helpless, scared. And and he had to see me in that moment. And he had to think about, do I still love her? She's not what I, no, I mean, I mean, I, Kasi you have to assess. Bigla na lang iba yung napang-asawa mo. Diba ang lak- well, ay, that's ay, my fear. Oh my God. That was one of, in one of our biggest fights, I think. One of our biggest fights when, when I was there. This was before our wedding. We had one, one, totoo pala yan. We had one huge fight before our wedding. And he, they live in a farm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, they literally live in a farm. And we he, we was we were both so angry and I walked out and I walked all the way to where the horses were basta malayo ng gabi. Tas miyak ako kasi parang paano pag lumipat na ako dito and we fight and I don't know how to handle him. Where am I going to go? Oh I my god. I literally have nowhere to go. Dai, yan din ang yan din ang ano ko. Kaya din ang sinabi ko kasi one time I walked out <laughs> Of our mm-hmm. fight, and it was winter, and I was oh not prepared for the cold. And I was walking down a dark road. Who would I go to? Where? Where will I go? How will mm-hmm. I come? How will I call anybody to come pick me up? There's nobody c- coming to pick me up. But in in a weird way, as a metaphor, it's kind of telling you, don't run away. Yeah, that's your husband. You've already said I do. <laughs> Deva, and this is this is what happens after the I do. It's just that nobody ever makes movies about these moments, right? Maybe they will mm-hmm. now. But before Kalamo, <laughs> things go be- get better. Oh, when you get married, oh, you'll be surrounded by, by love and happiness, and then the kids come, and then your life is so enchanted. It's not. Actually, mm-hmm. it gets real fast. But it's your story. There you have it. That is the end of part one of this episode. Wait up for part two coming out on Saturday. Before we end this, again, please shout out to the universe or write down everything that you are grateful for today, now, in this moment. There you go. I'll see you guys on Saturday. Don't forget, be grateful. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.